0: This is Live Well Talk on a day in the life of a radiographer. I'm Dr. Dustin Arnold, Chief Medical Officer at United Point Health St. Luke's. Today's episode is another entry into our podcast where we sit down with team members in various roles at United Point Health and illustrate how the hospital is just not a building where doctors and nurses work, that medicine is a team sport, And there is a large team that care for each patient. Joining me today on this episode is Janelle Burr, a radiographer with St. Luke's Imaging Services to discuss the role of radiographer and what to do, what she does on a daily basis. Janelle, welcome to the podcast.
1: Good morning. Thanks for having me. Where are you from? I'm originally from Guttenberg, Iowa.
0: Guttenberg. Okay. And how long have you been here?
1: I've been paid here for about three years, but I also went to x-ray school here x-ray school here so I've been here about five.
0: Okay we'll get into the training for that but first to become a radiographer uh, and then uh, to start with give give me an overview of what a radiographer is and just a normal day for you.
1: So radiographer is like a blanket term like the imaging services is a blanket term. Um, Within that term you have you know x-ray techs like me the general radiographers and then there's ct mri ultrasound nuclear medicine we kind of all fall under that branch um, me being just a general radiographer x-ray tech i you know clock into work and sit down and wait for the patients to come in and do my x-rays and get them treated
0: so you help the patient get the pictures that for the uh, for the radiologist
1: correct so we're okay. part of the diagnostic process okay
0: and that like how many studies do you guys do a day
1: a lot you know we see not only the outpatients that come in right, but yeah. we we also take care of the inpatients yeah. we also cover the er um, we have fluoroscopy which also sees outpatients and then i also go to the or so i help in the surgery part of things the intraops
0: so you do the like for an orthopedic surgery you do the interop x-ray so the surgeon knows it the alignments what they need etc okay. correct um What what kind of education does it take to become a radiographer? You said you went to school here. Tell us about that. So,
1: yeah, I, I actually originally went to school for biomedical engineering at the university. Didn't like it, dropped out. While I was there, I started volunteering at the University of Iowa Hospitals in radiography just because I thought it looked cool. And I kind of fell in love with it. Didn't want to do the university's program because it was a little bit longer, more expensive. Um, Found this program through both Mercy and St. Luke's here in Cedar Rapids. So I finished up my associates at Kirkwood and moved up here and started the program. It's about a two-year program. Yeah, I was going to ask. Yeah, it's a two-year program once you're into it. And it's it's basically a full-time job. It's pretty awesome. We have the program here has one of the most... The most clinic times. Yeah, it was a lot of hands-on. A lot of I see of the hands-on. students
0: and know that they're over there. And, yeah,
1: you kind of hit the ground running. I yeah. think I was doing my first chest x-ray like week two. It's mm-hmm. fantastic.
0: Are you scared of the x-rays, I mean the radiation?
1: No, it's it's a healthy fear. I mean, the equipment is so much better now than it was, you know, when it was created. Obviously for myself, you know, I want to have kids. I want to do this for a long time. So I'm very conscious of my occupational dose. But, you know, patients coming in for a chest X-ray or a CT or any of those studies.
0: I mean, I know you guys take precautions. Right. It, it, if you, you're right, it used to be really dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, I can't think of the radiologist's name, but he's with Dr. Halstead and Dr. Osler at... Um, Johns Hopkins they founded the medical school there one of them was a radiologist and like by the end of his career he had lost fingers and you know ended up dying of a yeah. some sort of lymphoma probably from radiation I mean it was yeah they didn't uh they tell you lots and yeah. lots lots of horror stories yeah, and yeah.
1: you know we're very conscious of our dose now and I don't have it on right now but we the usually have dosimeters right? yep yeah
0: Okay. So you, you mentioned ultrasound, MRI, those, does that require extra schooling then?
1: Yes. So okay. from my associates and certification degrees, I could do CT, I could do MRI. I would have to do the on-the-job training plus more classwork to get typically like a bachelor's. Um, ultrasound and nuclear medicine, they are completely different demons and you have to do typically a bachelor's degree in that field. Okay. Um, radiation therapy, I didn't mention that but I could go do that. I would have to again go do more schooling and the training.
0: So for to treat like cancers et cetera, over mm-hmm. at the Helen G, right? Yep. Oh, okay. I guess I I, I I guess I never I never put two and two together that that you probably have to go a radiographer path pathway and then
1: Not everybody does, but yeah. a lot of people no, do. No, no,
0: some some radiographers uh, they end up in the cath lab, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's another. I, I didn't even I, think about that. CAT yeah, Lab Interventional? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we I mean, go everywhere. About a third of the team up there is radiographers, and some of my friends that are up uh, there, they, that's what they did. They went to radiology school and radiographer school. Um,
1: Places what, you don't even think of. Yeah, uh,
0: they do a great job. So, what what's the ongoing? I mean, we have in service and Cornerstone and all that uh, stuff that we all have to do, but what, what's the ongoing education that you participate in to keep you up on your skills?
1: Right. So we pay both the Iowa Department of Public Health and the American Registry of Radiologic Technologists. We pay them every year, but every other year we have to do 24 continuing education credits. Um, they can be through the ART. They can, you know, you can download a book and take a test that way. Like there's a bunch of different ways to do it. I did an in-service for our new ER room and that was worth seven credits, I think. Okay. So you have to turn those in every yeah, year. Yeah. You know,
0: for it's same as a physician and it's, it's really changed as far as it's so easy because it's so all online. Right. right? You know, you used to have to take time off work, go to a conference to get CMEs, and now you can just do it part of your normal job. Actually there there's a function of one of the search engines that you get credit as you look up stuff that's and then you could claim that credit. Really? So you know I mean it, there's can a lot of opportunities that? there. Yeah. So you don't have to travel and yeah. You know, Go goof off somewhere to get some credits. You right. know? What do you What do you like most about your job?
1: So I work nights. I typically I'm here today, of course, but I love the traumas that come in. I love being a part of if they stay here that care throughout. Like you can see them in the ER. You can see them in the OR. You can see them post operatively, like kind of that continuing care, and also being able to see. A multitude of patients with a multitude of conditions. Like, I think that's really cool and kind of being able to go everywhere and help all the departments out.
0: I I always liked working nights uh, because when you get off, there's a sense of accomplishment that you don't have when you work the day shift, you know? Right. It's like, oh, I survived. I survived. Uh, Yes. How long have you been on nights?
1: Since I graduated in 2020. So 2020. Peak peak time to be graduating x-ray school yeah I bet. <laughs>
0: um what what do you that you what do you like about just st luke's tell us why why you work here and so Why did you I, tell someone else to work here?
1: I originally chose St. Luke's over Mercy just because of the hours. I knew I wanted to work nights. So that was a big deciding factor. And I also really liked the mission statement of treating every patient like they're your family and how you'd want your family be, to be treated. So that what re- is what really like drew me here. And what's kept me here is all of the people I've met. I really love the work that I do. And working nights, I always say like a typical night is enough to keep me moving, but not enough to overwhelm me. So that's cool. I love the workload here. I love what I do. I love who I do it with.
0: Yeah, I, I genuinely like the people I work with. I just, you know, I'm, when I'm, yeah, I just enjoy being around them.
1: Even the radiologists—they're not even that scary. Yeah, they're super nice. And
0: um, well, other than Dr. Sites and that we could do a whole podcast on Dr. Sites. That's very so true. That's, yes, he's a good friend of mine, so I feel comfortable picking on him. Well, Janelle, thank you again for joining me um, and sharing about your day in the life of a radiographer. Once again, this is Janelle Burr, radiographer with St. Luke's Imaging Services. If you're interested in career in radiology at St. Luke's, visit unipoint.org backslash careers. Thank you for listening to Live well, Talk On. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to spread the word, please give us a five-star review and tell your family, friends, neighbors, strangers about our podcast. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcast. Until next time, be well.